GM, GM, welcome to Web3 Academy, a place for businesses, entrepreneurs, and creators to learn how to use Web3 to build thriving businesses and thriving communities. I'm Jaybird, and as always, I'm coming at you to make sure that you are on the forefront of Web3 and blockchain technology. In today's show, I'm focused on how to keep you safe. Too many people in this space are getting scammed. They're getting, they're losing their assets. They're getting rugged with NFT projects. And you need to make sure that you have the knowledge of what you can do to stay safe. And it starts with just understanding the most common scams, what scammers are doing, understanding the way they act will help you ensure that you keep your assets safe. And in today's show, we have a community member who joined us to share the five most common scams in the space and exactly what you can do to keep yourself safe. So I'm going to run you through that on today's show. But before we dive in, if you want to make sure that other people stay safe, if you want to make sure that as we onboard millions and billions of people to Web3, that everyone stays safe, you can do us a big favor and give us a like on the podcast. Give us a subscribe, a follow, wherever you are listening, YouTube, Apple, Spotify. It makes such a difference to us and costs you nothing, but it really helps with us boost the algorithm and get this show in front of more people, which is going to make such a difference as more people onboard into Web3. We make sure that they stay safe so they stay in the space and they don't leave because they had an unfortunate situation, which unfortunately, many people, too many people have had. So before we jump into today's deep dive, though, just need to take one minute to hear from our sponsors. The future of social media is here, and that future lives in Web3 on top of Lens Protocol. Web2 social platforms are broken and ripe for disruption. You see, the epicenter of social media is the creators, and yet they are the most neglected. Web2 platforms like Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram are all essentially robbing creators of their worth. Creators are a new type of entrepreneur, forming new types of businesses. Yet with Web2 platforms, creators don't own their content or their profiles, and that's their product and business. Instead, they are tied to the platforms they choose to create on. Well, just like how crypto is freeing us from banks, Web3 is freeing us from these centralized platforms. On Lens Protocol, creators own their content, own their profile, and even their social graph and followers in the form of NFTs. This allows you to move freely from one social application to another with your content, profile, and followers moving along with you. Lens Protocol enables self-sovereignty for your social graph and interoperability across the internet. At Web3 Academy, we believe this is the future of social, and that's why we've partnered with Lens to ensure that the path of social media is heading in the right direction. Visit lens.xyz to learn more today. Unlock Protocol is the NFT membership protocol for Web3. Content subscriptions, community access, event tickets are all forms of memberships, one of the most common business models for creators and entrepreneurs today. Building an NFT membership opens many new possibilities for your members. Everything from tailored multi-platform experiences to the ability to sell an unfinished subscription on secondary markets. These are things just not possible in Web2. However, in order for this business model to work, creators need NFTs which are time-bound or have built-in recurring payments. Unlock Protocol does this for your NFTs. 
Better yet, with a few simple steps, you can create your own NFT contract without code. What WordPress has done for websites, Unlock Protocol is doing for membership NFTs. If you're an NFT creator, you can't rely on royalties as they are likely going to zero. You need recurring revenue. You need Unlock. At Web3 Academy, we believe NFT memberships are the future of business and community. And that's why we decided to build on Unlock. Learn more at unlock-protocol.com. Welcome back. As I mentioned before, we are deep diving today on the five most common scams in Web3 and how you can avoid them. This article is brought to you by our community member, Marsu. Shout out, Marsu. Thanks so much for being a leader and making sure that everybody stays, stays safe in Web3. Hacktober. If you haven't heard the term, that was what the crypto natives were calling or are calling this past month's scam fest. October became Hacktober. According to PeckShield, October saw exploits reach $760 million. Now, thankfully, the true number is much lower than that due to quick reactions from the BNB chain validators, which only allowed the hacker to get away with $110 million rather than the full $560 million originally reported. But it's a firm reminder that scams and hacks are still abound in our beloved Web3 sandbox. So that's why in today's deep dive, our community member is sharing his thoughts on the common scams and what you can do to avoid them. Now, let's be clear. If Carl to the moon pops into your inbox and you think, damn, I'm finally part of the Bitcoin whale inner circle, relax, take a deep breath and wake up. There is no such thing as free money on the internet, no matter how innovative Web3 is. If it's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. Sure, it's exciting to feel like you've got some insider information. Maybe this is your chance to get rich quick. But it's important to remember, scams are everywhere in Web3. Some attempts are obvious with their misspelled words and jumbled links. However, some scams are quite sophisticated and difficult to detect, which is why we are giving you this deep dive today. So if you receive a DM out of nowhere promising you crypto riches or the next best NFT project, don't reply, don't interact with it, and don't forget to report or block them on whatever platform you're on. Now, hopefully there is some new tech coming out and new UX coming out that will help to alleviate our current scams that are happening in the space. But until then, here are the five most common scams to watch for. Number one, verified fakes, fake accounts. So just because somebody seems like they might be an official account on Twitter, for example, does not mean that they're not a scammer, okay? Some, or on YouTube, just because somebody has thousands or hundreds of thousands of subscribers or followers does not mean that they're not a scammer. Some of the, the most common ways that scammers win in this space is by first spending money. And what they do is they spend money to get 
a verified account or to show you that they have a lot of followers to make themselves seem legit. And then what they'll do is they'll buy even, they'll buy an account, they'll buy a YouTube, they'll buy a Twitter account from a, a reputable person and then they'll rename it and use it for their own purposes, which can be very misleading to us. So you've really got to be careful with who you trust online. Do your own research. And just because there's accounts verified does not mean that it's legit. If you ever get a message from the official Michael Saylor account telling you that for just 0.01 BTC, you send him, you're going to receive triple the amount back. It's safe to say it's not Michael Saylor himself. If Bitcoin is so valuable and scarce, why would anybody freely share their Satoshis? If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Number two most common scam, rug pulls. While Squid Game was an excellent Netflix series, it certainly was, the crypto world saw its own version play out and it wasn't pretty. Some Anon devs decided to create a Squid, squid Game Squid Game game where NFT game where users could play to earn squid tokens. There were a few profitable players here and there, but the majority of the squid game investors got nothing out of the token. Boom. Even though it exploded from 0.01 to $90, the token price. Forgive me. This was a token game, not an NFT game. <clears throat> that's a, yeah, that's a 9,000% increase. But don't ever fall for insane numbers like these. This usually happens on small cap tokens and tends to be the result of market manipulation rather than real trading. What happened when each when it reached $90 per token? The devs halted trading and rugged the project. Gone. Just like that. It's certainly not a good feeling when you see your token falling from $90 to zero while finding out that the ruggers made three, $3 million in profit but it emphasizes the need for doing your own research rather than FOMOing into a random project. On a personal note, here's Marsu's own rug, rug pull story. In November, 2021, when BTC was seeing all time highs and random altcoins were pumping harder than ever, his brother told him about crypto cars. The project promised a lot. They had crypto cars, crypto planes, and some merging features between their games. And when he heard that a friend was earning thousands of dollars each month from the two games, he had to try it himself. He was minting their tokens by running some daily races. The game wasn't fun at all, but it was easy. Easily, He was easily making over $10 a day without much work. A big red flag in hindsight. One month in, before being able to withdraw what he was hoping was one ETH, he found out on their Discord channel that the owners ran away with everything. Prices began to inflate massively inside the game, and one month later, the web website was taken down. Insert, insert stupid joke sound effect here. Wow, wow, wow. TLDR, he wasted a few hundred bucks acquiring crypto card tokens for a, as high as 10 cents, while today's price sits around 0 0.000005. So, I mean, a fraction of a cent. So be careful. If it sounds too good to be true, it is too good to be true. And 
also the best thing with you can do with rug pull projects ahead of time is do your own research find out who the creators of the projects are if the creator of the project is anon if they are not known if they are not freely sharing their identity then i would not invest in that project i would only invest in projects where the creators have doxed they've come out and they've said here's who i am here you can follow me on twitter because then you can go look them up and you can see would you trust this person are they active online are they do they do they seem like a scam or do they seem like a legit human these are all things that you can do your own research around Okay, number three most common scam in crypto is Ponzi schemes. So if you were around back in 2017, you'll likely know all about BitConnect. But if you don't, over $3.5 billion was stolen out of investors' wallets. Yes, you heard that right, $3.5 billion. It was probably the biggest and sadly the most successful Ponzi scheme in crypto history. The self-proclaimed open source cryptocurrency guaranteed investors 40% returns, but it turned out to be nothing more than a digital Ponzi scheme. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, said BitConnect operated a textbook Ponzi scheme by paying earlier BitConnect investors with money from later investors. At the beginning of 2018, Admins closed the rewards platform and the BitConnect coin value, BCC coin value, dropped from 525 to as low as 0.6, as 68 cents. So if a project like BitConnect offers a guaranteed 40% yearly return, take a second to think about where that yield is coming from. In saying that, it's definitely possible to achieve these returns with a sound investment plan and a lot of work and a experience beyond what most of us have, it's just not likely. If it's one click and they're guaranteeing you returns of even above 20%, which we've all seen in the past year, multiple unfortunate circumstances where these returns were promised and a lot of people lost a lot of money. So be very careful. It's impossible to guarantee such significant returns without it becoming suspicious and without there being something else going on. And I want to be clear, I'm not saying that you shouldn't get involved in crypto. It's been one of the greatest joys in my life. And that's why I've decided to spend my entire life in the space, researching crypto and blockchain and NFTs. But if you are getting involved you need to do so in a smart way. And it's just really as simple as doing the extra research. And if something is too good to be true, it probably is. Don't get caught up in all the hype of all the people online saying, I made million dollars here. Or I made a hundred thousand dollars here. That's sure. Maybe they did and good for them. Kudos to them. But that's not, that is the extreme minority of people that that will happen to. For most of us, we're better to play it safe and get returns that make sense and that are realistic, not these 40% annual returns. Okay, the other common scam in the space is phishing scams. And phishing scams is something that's really important to understand because you can definitely keep yourself safe from this if you understand it. And one great example is the Beeple hack case. 
So Mike Beeple Winkleman sorry, saw his Twitter account compromised, like his official Twitter account. And Beeple is one of the largest NFT artists in the space. As a result, a few of his posts were now pointing to a Discord server already compromised by a hacker. The new links led users to a malicious copycat server that enabled the hacker to steal user assets if they opened their wallet or tried to perform verification. It appears, this is what he said, it appears our Discord URLs were hacked and now point to a fraudulent Discord. Do not go into that Discord and do not verify. It will drain your wallet. He desperately tweeted, trying to reduce the ongoing damage. In the end, over 450,000 worth of funds were stolen through this hack. And this isn't the first time this has happened to a reputable person on Twitter. This has happened to Zeneca. It's happened to Bordy of Yacht Club. So it doesn't matter how big or small a project is, official accounts can become compromised, unfortunately. You know, uh, as I just mentioned, Bordy of Yacht Club had three security breaches in the first half of 2022. Even projects that have just minted become targets, regardless of how successful they are. Sometimes hackers will even gain access to a whole Discord channel and use this chance to swap out official links for phishing attack links. So that's why it's important to always stay vigilant by checking any and all links you plan to click, even if they're from an official account or a Discord server you frequent. The sort of paranoid view on this is to not click on any links that are not from people that you know and trust. And even then, if you are, what my view is, is I will click on a link that somebody somebody on Twitter might post a link uh, to an article or to something that I want to read. Now, I would never click on a link that promised me outlandish returns or anything like that. I would not, uh, I would not be that stupid. But Maybe maybe somebody posts an article or they post a link to a Dune dashboard um, and I want to read about it because I'm here to learn and stay on top of the tech. But here's my simple rule is what I always do is I check the link first. If the link is not something that I recognize, then I will not click on it. So if the link is to, you know, thewashingtonpost.com forward slash the article. Well, I know that the WashingtonPost.com is a reputable organization and I trust them. So if they're if it's to a news company that I know and I trust, I'm willing to click on that link because as long as I see that it is their their domain, their .com domain. But let's say it's uh you know x23.washpost.co well that's not the Washington Post le legitimate URL. That is somebody trying to fish. They're trying to appear to be somebody that they're not. And in doing so, they're trying to get you to click on the link. And then once you click on that link, they're going to try to get you to connect your wallet or to log in. And by you doing so, they now have access to your either your wallet or perhaps your email. So you just need to be really careful with the links that you click on by just taking a look at the link first before you click on it. Even if it's from friends, even if it's from family members, even if it's from people, one of the most trusted people in the space, just take a second, don't be lazy, look at it and make sure it's safe. That gets us into 
our next scam, which is fake websites. Cloned websites aren't unique to Web3. This is something that's been going on for a long time, but they've been a big issue because the amount of capital flowing into the space and because in Web3, if we connect our wallets, well, that can cause a lot of issues. So sophisticated scammers, what they're able to do is to copy websites with 99% accuracy. So they're almost impossible to tell apart, but there's one part they can't copy, the original site's URL. For that reason, you should know or write down the exact URLs of the exchanges, wallets, and protocols that you use. For example, if you use MetaMask, be sure that the website's URL is metamask.io, not metamask.net, not metamask.com, or any similar name. Always, always, always look at the URL bar. Double check the website name before logging in and keep an eye on the lock sign to the left of the URL. If something doesn't seem right, you might have just landed on an unofficial website that would very much like to drain your wallets. And so if you do get somewhere where you're afraid and you don't think you should be, don't panic, just leave. Close the URL. The most important thing is that you do not connect in any way. If anybody asks you to connect your wallet or to share your email, you should 100% be sure that that website is the real website. One very simple way to make sure that you're safe is to have a hot wallet, which is a wallet that you keep a very limited amount of capital in, maybe $100, so that at worst, and that's the wallet you use when you're doing things that you're a little bit unsure of. So at worst, maybe you lose $100. Of course, that would suck, but it wouldn't be the end of the world, like you losing you know, your entire crypto assets or some of your most expensive NFTs. So really important. So, and that, that kind of gets us into the five tips of how to stay safe. And I actually just jumped in. I jumped ahead. I got excited about how to stay safe. Um, but here's, here's what we're saying. These, these are the tips that can keep you safe. So up to now, Marsu, who wrote this article, hasn't been scams. Um, and other than through his own foolishness um, and not following rule number one, if it sounds too good to be true, it is probably too good to be true, uh, as you heard with the story of crypto cars. Um, but in the wild west of crypto, it's difficult to stay 100% safe. So these tips should help you get most of the way there. Number one, be careful with your personal data. Never, ever, ever share your private keys. Don't share your free seed phrase. Uh, not even with your mom. Uh, I mean, you could share it with your mom, but I don't even think she'd know what to do with it. Um, aim to share as little sensitive information as possible when interacting in Web3, especially if you're dealing with Anon accounts and projects. Number two, use a VPN. It's best to use a VPN every time you log on to an exchange or open a wallet. The VPN will hide your location and identity, so it's more difficult for hackers to target you. I personally use NordVPN whenever I'm traveling or whenever I'm out of my house and using internet at a coffee shop or internet at a co-working space. VPNs will keep you safe. Two-factor authentication is your friend. Please, please, please set up two-factor authentication on sites that you frequent. That way you'll receive a text or email depending upon your preferences with a code to input when you log in. It may take an extra minute, and I know that some people might say, oh, it's such a pain in the butt, and, but it can save you thousands of dollars. And if you'd like to be extra safe, 
you could consider a tool such as YubiKey. Number four way to stay safe, mobile data over Wi-Fi. So if you're accessing crypto applications via mobile, skip the Wi-Fi and use mobile data since it's more secure and never access protocols or wallets on public Wi-Fi. That's asking for trouble. Always be skeptical. Be wary of Telegram, Discord, and Reddit interactions. And don't ever trust the random cool guy or gal who has a hot investment tip. They may have good intentions, but unless you have some fail-safes in place, it's better to avoid clicking any links they share or aping into any projects they recommend without doing your own research. Number six, test your transfers beforehand. Doing a small test transfer before transferring large amounts ensures your crypto goes where it needs to. The process may take a few extra minutes, but it gives you the peace of mind that your wallets are safe. Are you guys seeing a theme here? It might take extra time to keep yourself safe. Don't be lazy. That's the key. Most people who get scammed get scammed when they're just rage smashing, rage clicking a button because they're frustrated and they're upset and they're just trying to do something quickly. If you are in a rush to do something, I recommend you don't do it in that moment. Wait, be patient. Even if you're feeling like, oh, I'm going to miss out on this opportunity to get this NFT mint, there will be other opportunities. Always take the time to be patient and do things in a safe, slow manner. It's when most of the time when accidents happen or when you're in a rush. Use dummy wallets. If you're unsure of a DAP security, create a dummy wallet that you use for potentially risky transactions. And use the And once the transaction is complete, you can send your crypto to your real wallet, which never interacts with the DAP. So as I mentioned before, having different wallets for different purposes is a great idea. I personally keep a hot wallet, which I am willing, I keep about $100 in there and I'll inter interact that with any DAP, it's no worries. Or if you wanna be even more safe, you can create a dummy wallet, which you use just to interact with a certain DAP and then transfer anything out of your dummy wallet back to your, uh, your main wallet. Avoid holding crypto in hot wallets and on exchanges where possible. Keep your funds in cold storage. And when you can't ensure you, you, you diversify your funds across different exchanges and hot wallets. So be very careful about leaving any funds in a, in a hot wallet or in on an exchange. It's much better to use a ledger or a trezor or one of the reputable cold storage wallets, which again, they take more time. And they themselves require some education to learn how to use them. But that is part of self-sovereignty. If you need help with any of that, hop into our Discord. We're more than willing to help you with that. Finally, how to avoid rug pulls. Read the white paper thoroughly and check the roadmap to decide if it's feasible. Verify community engagement by joining their Discord. Access the team's background and be extremely careful if they're anonymous. And finally, ask yourself if the project really needs a blockchain to function. If it's didn't, if it doesn't, it's probably NGMI not gonna make it. Remember, rule number one: if it sounds to be good, too good to be true, it probably is. Yes, we all want to strike it rich without doing hard work or waiting forever. Wouldn't that be nice? But that's not. That's but that's why a that's not how life works, and that's not why scams are that is why sorry that is why scams are so prevalent in Web three because we all get greedy. We want that 
quick win. We want that silver bullet that's going to get you rich. It doesn't exist. I'm telling you right now. Can't stress this enough. Small, consistent steps is what will actually get you to your goals. Don't take the easy road because nothing good ever comes easy. That's why at Web3 Academy, we're all about building sustainable businesses in this space rather than speculating on the next big project. Providing value to a community is the fastest way to success. But you can't be involved in Web3 without doing a little exploring, right? So before you sign into the next hot protocol, make sure you keep this Web3 safety guide in mind. Happy exploring, my friends. Get out there and enjoy Web3, but just do so by in a safe and responsible manner. And hopefully we can limit the amount of scams that happen in the space. If you have any questions off of this podcast, please join our Discord. We will have a conversation going on. Every podcast has a conversation going on in our Discord. Would love to hear your questions, hear your thoughts, and to help you with any personal questions you have about your safety and your security. We're all in this together, and we've got a thriving community in Discord of trustworthy people who are all here to keep you safe. Until next time, my friends, have a great day. Thanks for listening. I'm out. Thank you for listening to Web3 Academy. We hope this helps you along your Web3 journey. If it does, please share this episode and subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Nothing in this podcast was financial advice. Crypto and Web3 can be risky. You can literally lose it all. In fact, if you invest on account of what we say, you probably will lose it all. So don't do that. In all honesty, the point of this podcast is to remove the noise of markets and price and focus on utility and implementation anyway. So you should not take any of this as financial advice. Thank you, friends, and see you in the next one.